if anybody doesn't have a lot of losses, they're really not working hard enough. Like they're not taking enough chances. And that's what I think more people need to do. Like everything is not peachy. We only show the peachy stuff online. Like that's it. Like we don't show you the days that you're, that you're sleeping, that you, I mean, that you're not sleeping, that you have tears in your eyes, that you're tired. And then, um, everybody, like you have to take care of everybody else before yourself. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets paid before you can even think about taking a dollar for your family or everything. Like it's so much responsibility on the, from being a business owner compared to an employee. Like, um, yeah. And I think me being like in management and government was a lot easier. (laughs) You know, it was a a lot easier. Yeah. If entrepreneurship was easy, you know, we'd have a lot more business owners, but yeah. So I think that's huge too. You're right. Everybody online always talks about, you know, the watches, the whatever that they're, the money that they're making. So walk me through, you know, maybe one of the most notable losses that you've taken in business. Man, this is so we can start with the first store not working out. Like that's mm-hmm. a big loss, and you know what can you do besides learn from that? Yeah. Uh, going on Shark Tank in front of ten million people and not getting a deal because they're like, we don't know if retail is going to come back. But granted, there's been five stores since then, so yep. At least we won that one. <laughs> um, You're right. Like, so we've opened. I would say. Every time we open a store, it's like, okay, we have a really great one. Then we have one that's not doing so good. Then a really great one. So, like, it's just trying to find that balance. So, uh, really quick on that note. So, what do you think has separated the really great stores from the ones who might not have performed as well? as <laughs> Location. Yeah. <laughs> like location, 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 location. It all goes back to that. Um, I, I always say, like, for our, our store that we had in Henderson, like, I got, we got, me, I'm not going to say we because I can't speak for her, but I got cocky with the success of the strip and Centennial. Like, we can open anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what part of the parking lot it's in, but then, like, uh, and not really doing the research on the area, on the space. Um, like I said, now it's like before we open a location, we kind of have a plan. You know, we kind of have uh, requirements because we're a dessert place. We need restaurants around us. You know, that, that would really help us instead of going in a shopping center with nail salons and hair salons and puppy uh, washing places. And they all close at five o'clock and we're not opening until three. So it's like, it's kind of just our job to bring everybody in instead of being the dessert for all these uh, restaurants. That's really smart. So part of your list is, okay, you want to be in an area that has other restaurants nearby. So that way, you know, people will trickle in. What else is on that list of requirements for, um, a new location. Well, for us, um, I think we, we need to be, we can draw people in if they see us. So, um, like besides like, you know, like I said, we're going to pivot to the new concept of serial killers, the serial killers. I call it 3.0, I guess mm-hmm. that's where we're at now. But, uh, like say, we want to be in c- hotels and stuff like that, like casinos with shopping malls, not really suburban malls, but more like on the strip or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, airports, that that's going to be really big for us when we can finally break through. Uh, col- it, even if it's going to be like um, shopping centers, maybe more in like college towns where you have a lot of the students. Because like our store in Utah, thankfully, like we really don't even need a location because we get so much DoorDash and Uber Eats from the college students. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, so like I said, it's really just walk. I would say like walkable, heavy foot traffic places. That's kind of that's kind of the only way to continue to scale i would say our normal brick and mortar location without the drive-throughs like yep. because there's only so much that you're gonna make which like say it's still great because our margins are so crazy like 
everything, I would say we have like an 85% margin on every item wow. we sell. It's just making sure we get everybody in. Because nothing, like what's really expensive. We, um, like, let's just go through. So a scoop of ice cream might cost us 20 cents. We use three scoops for a milkshake, maybe 20 cents worth of cereal. <laughs> yeah, so like there's not there's not that much <laughs> that very goes. Very high margin. Yeah, very high margin. So it's just uh, getting more customers in because like even on the strip where we're at, like let's just say for us, let's just say for us to have a thousand dollar day, like a thousand dollar day would be probably ninety customers. You know, spending ten dollars a person. So we have to get ninety customers in when Foot Locker can sell four pair of shoes and hit that. So it's like we get the like we probably have the most customers almost in that mall, but it's like, we're not making that revenue because our price point. So we have to work so much harder to earn these customers. So like that, that's like, you know, just because of the price point. So it's just making sure we have that foot traffic that helps, that supplements what we already bring in. Love it. And so how did you end up landing on social media as like the vehicle to start getting some of this foot, tra foot traffic? Well, we did it before we even opened the first store because it was kind of like, thought it's what you have to do mm -hmm. so um so yeah we did that and then we just started posting and um the good thing about not being like a super formal company and stuff and it's like you throw stuff at the wall and see if it sticks so we just stay consistent i think consistency is the number one thing like our cons our um our not concept our um our content isn't the best but you know, once something hits, if you just stay consistent on that, like you build a little following. So mm -hmm. it's just, I was like, I need to do three posts a day and just let's see what happens. And then all of a sudden, everybody loves our cereal challenge. I would say in 2022, was that last year? We had probably close to 200 million uh, views on our social media platforms. And that's just posting three times a day. Um, yeah, and I took a nice long five month break <laughs> oh no uh just got so burnt out because yeah. i was chasing these invisible numbers that i thought would make me feel better yeah like ooh, a hundred thousand on instagram like it's gonna be like some kind of parade or something yeah a million on tiktok like okay changes. million and three all right now what so yeah, it's just so how long did it take you before like your first videos started to pop off true i would say we really for the first year we like it was pretty much just Instagram, like viral. Nothing really went viral too much. Like it'd be like I'd be happy like if we hit like ten thousand views, like that'd be like a win. But uh kinda like once we got into TikTok is really when things started really things really started going crazy. We had a couple videos finally hit a mil million. It's like okay, then we looked up and three months later we had a hundred thousand followers and it's all because of my uh some of my employees are always coming in. I'm like, what are you? I'm watching them on camera. They're doing all these weird dances. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Now you got to get on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then they finally convinced me. I let them do it at first. And yeah, it, it was going okay. And then I just took it over and nice. they helped me. They helped record it. They came up with some of the ideas. So we just kind of uh, built it through there. And so just to reiterate, so it was like three posts a day for a year before you really started seeing some like quality results yeah. and then you guys just kept it consistent well, and probably the first year it was probably i was just trying to post one video well not even videos one picture at that point because videos weren't even really popular yeah i was trying to post one time a day every i was trying to be consistent then but once we got to tiktok and i really like saw the growth and that's when i switched to the, at least three days uh three times three a day posts. yeah and wow. that's really where it just uh blew up 